0: i get the fuck out of here. Um interesting fact. For some strange reason, Hilary Duff was gonna be part of the movie, but they never said which role she was gonna be. So I would say that's fun to just kind of figure out or think. I could see being her in.
1: being like in one of the opening scenes. She could have been I, one of them.
0: I thought she was gonna be an opening scene, or check this. The assistant. Those are the two roles I have for. Her.
1: Oh, the this. So she'd be the
0: perfect assistant. Yeah, I still love this
1: movie. <laughs> it's it's I, funny. I, I like it.
0: I love most of them except for three. <laughs> even even three is like tolerable. Like three could be worse. <laughs> three could be way yeah, worse than what it, it is. Could be worse. Now, Scream Five. I was super excited for this one. Me too. I was excited. I'm like, yes. We about to get Ghostface back. We be doing all this crazy shit. Jenna Ortega. In my mind, because when I first saw the cast, I kind of had my mind of what what I thought was going to happen. I think, due to her stature and size, I said to me, it's kind of a crime that she was never at one point thought to be a killer. I know they used her as a red herring, but I thought her being a killer would have been so awesome to see. You think so? I think so. I well, think so. Just her she won, who? She... I had, believe it or not, because of, so in my mind, I said, like, if you want to really shake the table, I said, go all in on the three killers thing. Actually, go on multiple kill multiple killers, in my mind, where I kind of wrote my, what I wanted to happen in it. I had it was two not two necessarily storylines going on, but if you want to bridge the old with the new. There is legacy killings from people who were in the franchise previously and new killings. But the thing is, neither are connected. And Jenna's character and the guy who the guy from Thirteen Reasons Why. They were supposed mm-hmm. to be close friends, ironically. I think one I think their character, one character had a crush on the other. Yeah. They were gonna. They're supposed to be like the film nerds, who at one point early on they pieced together, all oh, this legacy shit," and they said, "How this was supposed to be some legacy shit?" and they didn't want to be any be part of it at all. So they decided to do their own to like shake it up for fun, to kind of keep people on their toes. Hmm. And I was like, that would have been kind of fun, but who yeah. knows what they're eventually going to do? I. They still do this thing where they want to make up for Randy Meeks dying so badly. <laughs> <laughs> he has he has like a shrine to him. I'm like, oh my god. Like, I like they're black.
1: <laughs> <I> was, <pardon laughs> you, it's kind
0: of it's funny thinking that the best friend from from not Miss Congeniality, what is it? Princess Diaries. The best friend of Princess Diaries somehow married some black dude. Yeah, black kids. Oh, yeah. That, That's a, is her. that was a funny thought that crossed my mind. A like, black kid. <laughs> She just married some black dude. <laughs> had two kids. <laughs> he had some twins. And he's not around. You don't know who he is. <sighs> you don't know what. <laughs> and I am like, "That's just, she actually got with some black dude. The dad's not around. Now, this is kind of fucked up when you think about it. But they, they're actually unlike Unlike them doing it in bringing him back on tape, making it the two nerds, one who was kind of likable, the other one was a killer. And whoever was, I don't know who this dude's name is, in Scream, in the Scream TV show, where the Scream TV show is weird. The first two seasons are connected with his own little killer. And. The third season isn't. Connect to that. But they still use the ghost face mask. Tiger's in it for some reason. <laughs> Same with Kiki Palmer is in it. I'm just like, whatever. i was <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, whatever. But they always try to have that character. And it just never works. I think it works for them better because, hey, the black kids live all the way at the end. And those two people, they're funny. Their chemistry is mm-hmm. amazing. One yeah. of the girls, I said, she looks super familiar. She was in the Spider-Man Miles Morales video game, and they did like motion capture of her and everything. So I think that's awesome. And the, the dude who played the boy—that's Cuba Good Jr.' son. Hmm. I'm, like, I'm I'm glad like that the
1: they guy. added them. I like them in this movie. They,
0: they were perfect. Like they, this movie did kind of to me callbacks in all the right ways that you would have wanted it to do and just feel like it just leans too heavily on it. Because I think it follows the mold of I guess it follows the mold of what is the movie I'm thinking about? Of Halloween 2018, where the callbacks that they make are kind of just like subtle and right there and doesn't beat you over the head with it. Because mm. I say like, the Texas Chainsaw movie beat you over the head with it, even though Texas Chainsaw came out after Halloween kills beats you over the head with it. Um this one just kind of has it a little bit perfect. They still talk about the rules. I think their whole I didn't explain to me what the legacy sequel is. It's a little OD. Um it's a little it's a little O D on that side. Uh what else is there?
1: Yeah, I like how I like how all through the movie they're saying different things to each other, like Maybe you're the killer, and maybe you're not the killer.
0: Because they I live like- in a world where they understand they know they're in a movie, so you gotta just lean into it <laughs> a little bit. It's not—it's only- not only hey, we're in a movie. Hey, we've done this. Our- we've done this five times. Like, without someone saying we've done this five times, this is the best way you could say we've done this five times, and they still fall victim to them being idiots. They're teenagers, so they're stupid as hell, and. I guess I think it's weird that they watch their uncle, they watch the movie where their uncle like survives, and they have like the whole franchise DVDs. It's like, damn, so at one point y'all watch your uncle get killed. And it's like therapy for y'all.
1: Yeah, she was like, comforts me.
0: i like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, the teen, there's the brother, of course he's horny, so I thought he, I thought he was about to get got for real. In my mind, he died up to that moment. And they do, the, they do the same thing that I did, where once you, I guess you figured out, which I already knew there was a, they were at Stu's house anyways, because I know what that layout of that house looks like.
1: I did not notice.
0: And I, I figured it out. I was like, yeah, this is Stu's house. They shot it way differently, but I'm like, yeah. So yeah.
1: Was,
0: there's this part where I guess the other girl, and she just pulls out the gun and shoots her friend. I said yes. Get on with it. Like, hey, breathing. here. <laughs> like, just get on. We knew, we know what's going on. Can y'all hurry up? Uh, there's this thing that they're doing with kind of like toxic fandoms. A lot of that was part of me. I get it, but who that was inspired by? Especially when they did the whole stab eight thing. It was inspired by Star Wars: The Last Jedi, which is Episode Eight, mm. where the same director who they named about ryan johnson kind of wanted to do his own thing with star wars and he wanted to he didn't want to necessarily have to follow a handbook he wanted to keep the audience on his toes and kind of shock them or even break their hearts the same way that he felt when he watched empire strikes back the fans hate that shit i was cool with it but i also do not give i like i love star wars but not on that level i don't give a fuck. I'm like you do, <laughs> it's just a movie, like you do, it. and okay. I love movies. I'm like, I will live if you do some shit I don't like, I ignore it. Like, I love Halloween 2018, I like kills a little bit more than most people do. Halloween ends. Yeah, Halloween what? ends, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I didn't I when I saw him beat the shit out of Michael, I said, "What?" Yeah,
1: that was like, "What is going on?" And they Michael,
0: he said, "You don't deserve this mask." I'm like, "What?"
1: Like, I'm, I'm I was so mad. Like, you cannot go out like this, Michael. Like, what is going on?
0: I was mad, but I wasn't. Let let me real life create my own Halloween movie where I'm Michael Myers. That's the shit that they did, and it is. Funny. In the back of my mind, I should have known that the dude from the boys was gonna be the killer. I feel like it was right there in our face. Like he was clearly the killer.
1: Oh he my, yeah. my
0: friend who I watched it with. And she she was like early, because I already seen it. And she was like, Oh, he's the killer. I said, Damn, you're not going she's like, He's the killer. i like, but you Dang don't even know you. he's it's him. <laughs> she's like, he's one of them. I'm like, shit. Watching him hyped- back.
1: It's like he all the questions he was asking, and then the fact that he was actually watching the movies like he was super obsessed. Clearly, you know,
0: the fact that he's kind of from that area, and he knows nothing about it. That's kind of like a that was like a weird red flag. Like he's never seen the movies, ever heard about what happened. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that is kind of a red flag. Yeah. The friend though, one one fact that I'm glad that. Happened well. Before I get, actually, let me get into the fact that happened first. Out the way that the girl, well, the girl got shot dead, but she was in this movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. She is she played one of the members of the Manson family, where the movie takes place. Supposed to be on that night that where. Sharon, this thing is Sharon Tate and all of them got killed. Mm-hmm. They happened to take a shitload of acid, ran into Brad Pitt's character, who was Leo's actor's bodyguard. Leo played the actor, Brad Pitt was the bodyguard. I guess the bodyguard pissed them off one day and they ran into him again. They were high as hell. And they said, hey, yo, let's kill this guy. Let's kill these dudes instead. Fuck them. Austin Butler's in that movie. Shout out to him. He played Elvis. Uh so these Brad Pitt is also happens to be on acid. He fucks all of them up. One of them, the girl gets attacked by a dog, I believe. And she ends up in the pool. They have this, they have this uh Call back to how Leo he likes to keep things, he likes to keep things from any movie he's on set with, and he keeps talking about this flamethrower. Mm. He brings a flamethrower and hits her with hits her with the fire. And I said, "Wow, that's the exact same <laughs> the same." She essentially the same shit happened to her in Scream twenty twenty two that mm-hmm. happened in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I thought yeah. that was a cool thing that no one ever noticed it I had to make sure that was a callback and it was for sure
1: I still ain't, haven't seen that movie so I definitely didn't notice that but I it's like just, Amber
0: she was <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was crazy
0: I read the original script and apparently her and Jenna Ortega's character were in a relationship I said this makes a lot more sense the original yeah. the original draft of it uh, had them in a relationship she was I super
1: just, overbearing
0: I just weird
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and two we talk about dewey a lot i have never been more thankful that dewey finally died i said finally you gave him something to do he said somebody has to go for the head i said
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) "Yes." you're like the moment i've been waiting for
0: this listen when they get gail in the next movie i'm like yes (laughs) it's time (laughs)
1: you said just get the whole original cast out like of here them, huh
0: give them something to really do because the worst thing that you that you could ever really do in movies like these you do it you, you kind of see them do it in star wars you see it in like there's this weird need to bring back old characters to make people enjoy the new shit. i don't think you need that but you're going to end up giving a bunch of people nothing to do Right, like Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill, and for the most part Harrison, Harrison Ford, they weren't giving a shit to do in this new Star Wars trilogy. They were just there to collect the check. I'm like, oh my God, why are we here? <laughs> like it's just a lot going back and forth. I wanted to I'm like, do we thank God is he still with that limp? He got all the scars, him and Gail weren't talking. I'm like, like what bro, happened to them? I'm like. Ugh. Same thing happened in real life. Like their characters, yeah. literally, just based on what happens in real life. Like they were, to, they were on and off when the first trilogy happened. They got mm-hmm. married after the third movie happened. Like, they would just happen to be divorced by the time Screen this one came out. So they added that into the storyline. They are good sports because I don't know if I would have done that with somebody who I'm divorced with.
1: Right. That's yeah. They definitely was mature about this. I mean. It was only right, though. I mean, they've been a part of it for so long. It's like, especially being that this was Dewey's last movie. It's like, it's only right that he was in it, that they both were in it. So
0: I I knew for a fact one of them was going to die. I actually, I I gambled on the wrong person when I kind of just like doing my little, knowing what I know about where they're taking inspiration from, I thought it was going to be Gail but I should have hmm. known. I said, damn, they do fuck up Dewey a lot these movies. Yeah. They be beating the shit out of here.
1: <laughs>
0: and it kills me. You know, once you piece together who killed who, I'm like, you did not let this little girl do you like that.
1: Right. Like, how does she do that?
0: And you did not. <laughs> she fucked that nigga mm-hmm. All he does is get fucked up. At least they let him go Poor out with style. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just be... <laughs> But in in just like a screen fashion with how they did the dude treatment, they had to, they had to, let, they had to let you know the brother was still alive by giving him the thumbs up. I'm like, nigga, your black ass should be in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you stop being <laughs> out with these white folks. <laughs> you go inside. He
1: he messed up though, because he was he was on the right track. because... They was she was trying to have sex with him, and then he was, like, he was like, "Wait, nah. I don't know if you're I don't know if you're not the killer so but then he had to go outside after her and just got fucked up.
0: this is I took that as a lesson of the more you attack white <laughs> women you're just gonna put yourself in peril like <laughs> if you found himself a wholesome black girl she would have been in the house with him and his right. sister they would have not played none of that the sister was just hot <laughs> the sister was just high, chilling
1: Hitting she got shot yeah.
0: Oh, she was hitting on. <laughs> 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 she showed sure it. Uh, uh, speaking of who got fucked up, Jenna Ortega did get fucked up in this movie. Yes. That opening scene, I thought she was gay. That was, was crazy. I, I, but I was like, hold up, this is General Ortega. They're not about to kill her like that for real, are they? Like,
1: it was brutal. Like Everything that he did to her. Like, like, and she
0: is little. I'm like, goddamn. So she's sitting there in a wheelchair; she can't do much. I'm like, God. oh yeah, that
1: that part in the hospital. Yeah, they kind
0: of. I to me, I guess that's a callback to Halloween too. Mm-hmm. With. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's car- character name, Lori. And she's left kind of disabled, trying to figure out shit.
1: Yeah, and I I really, Jenna, she's good in this. Like, the pain that she had to have been in, like, when you just, the little details of her trying to move her wheels on the wheelchair, and like, that's a really good scene. She did really good in this movie.
0: For what it's worth, I don't know who, I can't, I know it's a Blumhouse movie. I'm kind of stumped on, okay, Tyler Gillard and Matt Bettinelli open. What did they do? Ready or not, these guys. Mm -hmm. Made it radio not, radio not the movie VHS. They did one of the segments on VHS. I'm a big fan of Radio Not too. Um, they yeah.
1: said, "What's her face?" Samara Weaving was supposed to be in this one too.
0: I can see it. Um, if I'm a gambling person, who Samara Samar, Samar Weaving would have played Sam. Mm. I just I'm just kind of piecing it together because. The girl who played sam she is 31 they wanted somebody who's clearly older than the rest of the pack outside of i believe the twins because the twins are are me and the twins are about the same age they i may be a year older than them for the most part but also i got facial hair but nigga does not uh but for the most part, <laughs> this is funny. I look at situations like that and imagine, like imagine my big ass trying to play a T. Yes. He was, <laughs> like, in, off, like she was born
1: ninety four and he was born ninety six. They but look
0: yeah, young. Right. Yeah, I'm smack dab in the middle. <laughs> but they look young. I was <laughs> through, I was in situations like that, like even I guess they when they're doing the Spider Man movies, like I'm kind of their age. So like imagine just me on set and like off the <laughs> But samara weaving she's born in 92 so it checks out they would have been that's the character who she would have played Mm. in my mind at least uh samara weaving is awesome i don't know she's probably had a schedule conflict yeah that's that's really what happens oh she's gonna be in scream six though
1: yeah Oh, well, we gonna get to that. So I was trying to get, get ahead of myself. <laughs> she's gonna get.
0: She's gonna be in Scream Six. This is. There's something else I really liked about Scream Five. Oh yeah, the this the tension in this is probably the best it's been since the first movie. From the opening mm-hmm. scene, from the opening scene to just everything, the scene where Wes and Judy got killed. Yeah, it played on tension perfectly. Um kill too. Bru- and it's not it's not grotesquely <laughs> violent, like in the first, like in Scream 4. Everything was just kind of just perfect all the way around. People complain and said they think the story is kind of stupid. I guess. Um it works for me. I guess it doesn't work yeah. for us, uh, as much as it does others, but they make everything worth it. I think the one thing that probably didn't work for me is and bring it back, Ski Ulrich. Oh. To play. now that storyline was stupid a little bit.
1: Her being his daughter. Yep. I guess they had to connect the connect them to the original cast some Well, they did that with the twins. So that's,
0: I see that's kind of why I don't really, I didn't really feel that. That's why I wanted. I said to me, if you're going to start a new trilogy, just bring in the connecting pieces get them out the way as soon as possible to build it around them because mm-hmm. if you build it around them you're kind of setting yourself up to make a very big mistake and just use them as kind of just a walking in point they did that perfectly gail is coming back sydney isn't dewey's dead i think that's a perfect scenario and you're bringing back kirby so you're probably gonna get her something to do without connecting it to only the main cast
1: I seen. I saw something that said that she might be like a detective or something.
0: I can see that. I can honestly see that. But it makes sense. Um, I'm with it. I'm at this point with. Uh, yeah, the the, the the this not the stew. Because even, it's still, I guess, the guy at the pool hall. What for one, oh, teenage yeah. being in the pool hall, I guess. I guess that's supposed to be like his nephew. I guess. Oh, okay. Like, they, they said that's supposed to be like his nephew, whatever. Billy came back, also whatever. That was like the low points for me.
1: Yeah, because it's like, what what was his purpose? Like, he was just there and then he wasn't.
0: If we take all that out, it's a solid movie. Scream Six. I have not watched the trailer for it. I'm not watching anything <laughs> because I feel like trailers and everything today, they will tell me the whole movie. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll at most I'll watch one teaser. The, the initial teaser is the most I'll watch, but they give away so much. So I'm just, I want to be surprised and just figure it out. and We'll get there.
1: Yeah, and just so happens today, I didn't look at it, but they would, I saw Scream Six trending on Twitter. They they
0: dropped another, they dropped another, I think it's another trailer or more behind the scenes photos. Yeah. What happened to just old advertising? We just gave us good posters, which their posters have been phenomenal. Their new posters have been like S tier, they've been amazing. These are, they're very vintage like. It's it's not your typical well, the early original poster was just like that. Somebody made a point like ever since like superhero movies became the standard, mm-hmm. all posters tend to look the same. Yeah. Like everybody is kinda cool. looking off in the distance, and you have like the villain at the back. Yeah. Like, you don't really get cool posters anymore.
1: Nothing original.
0: But there's this one where it's Ghostface looking over the town of New York and it has like a skyline, and the silhouette of the skyline which that goes in between buildings is like the knife, mm. and it's his hand on it. I was like, Okay, that's awesome, right there. Or even yeah, there's like one that. with, um, I guess he's stabbing an apple, and it's the silhouette of Manhattan. They have one that's also set up like the Guess Who board. I'm like, These is this is cool. Those are
1: probably all fan. Damn, mate. I are those, hope you're those official.
0: I think those are official. Oh okay. there's there's one where it has the new the New York Metro subway system. It's drawn in the shape of with all the lines with all the different uh li- uh line systems connecting to create mm-hmm. the mask face. I'm like, this is some good ass marketing. <laughs> like, this is what I need. Like this right here is what I've been looking for. I don't need any more of that, but I'm excited for Scream Six. I'm gonna I'm be there excited. opening night.
1: Me too. Got it. I'm be. there.
0: I'm there opening night. I am Got there. To. I'm going to the Good Theater for it.
1: The Good Theater.
0: <laughs> I will be there at the Good Theater.
1: Well, since you haven't watched any trailers, I know you. So, do you think it's gonna be about Stu? Like, is that what you're going with? You think that is going to be Stu's, like the the ultimate ring leader of everything?
0: From, I think that would be the only thing at this point that makes sense. Yeah, I. It's just because without you, without you trying to, the hard thing about this, right, is when you're making these type of movies. Where you're doing a jump off point to create a new trilogy or new however many you want to make. The tough part is being fresh enough to make it its own thing while still kind of making it connect. And every single, every single franchise seems to always go too hard to try to make it connect to the old. And then Mm -hmm. it just kinda gets old. Like that's what made Halloween, that's what made the new Halloween movies kinda just be like, eh are kind of good on that, because we've seen this before. Same thing happened with Star Wars. Star Wars had a lot of issues. But the only franchise, believe it or not, that I've seen to where it does more and somehow still gets more innovative, believe it or not, it's the Chucky franchise. Mm. Every, like, there's one thing that I came to find out after, I guess, once one, there's a TV, there's a TV show out that's phenomenal. One of my favorite shows out on like right now. There were, because I found out through that Me YouTube channel, there was a movie that came out, two movies that came out direct-to-video or will, will be streaming now. They're both on Netflix. Well, no, they're not on Netflix anymore. They're on Peacock. Curse and Cult of Chucky are direct sequels to Seed of Chucky from 2004, yes. And a TV show is directly connected to those as well, everything is its own. It's this like specific canon timeline. There's no rewrites, anything, there's no multiple timelines, there's no mm. retcons, anything. It's one big thing. They still bring back old characters. Like, I believe Jennifer Tilly comes Jennifer Tilly pops up in like one of the cult of Chucky movies. Andy Barkley pops up, his sister from Scream, his sister from Child's Play 2. Pops up in TV show, isn't
1: there one with like Red Man in it or Method? One of them,
0: Red it's, Man, Red yep. Man.
1: Is that one of them that you're talking about, or that is that something else?
0: They're they bait the child doll, pops up in season two, <laughs> mm. like, like, everything is very well connected while still having new characters. Like, I'm invested in all the new characters. <laughs> I'm invested in all the new characters, but I'm still into but Chucky's still Chucky still he's still wisecracking. he's still funny, he's he's still super like he keeps up with the time with violence, like it's everything you would want these like extensions of these franchises to be. Like it is phenomenal. I'm hoping Scream kind of falls the same route. Like you don't have to kill Gale off in Scream 6, but I kind of relieve your ties of her and don't feel like you have to rely on it. Mm-hmm. I kind of just let it go where it like over it goes. Because if you're starting a whole chapter into a new city, you can easily it's it can easily turn the screen to all over again. Yeah. I never want that. I would never want that. But <laughs> this is tough. Cause let me see who wrote the who wrote twenty twenty two. James Van Der are the same guys who wrote the same same guys who wrote uh, the last movie right? This one. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous territory. It gets really dangerous.
1: I'm yeah. I'm ready to see it. I just want to like just know what what's going what is going to be it, about.
0: It can get bad so fast.
1: What do you think about this shrine? You know about the shrine?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, cause you haven't seen it.
0: Do you want to talk
1: about it? Cause you, you
0: I ain't seen shit. Nope. <laughs> nope.
1: Oh my gosh! I will.
0: Nope. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm good on that. Well. But I'm seeing. I'm gonna be there open night. But I'm, I was the same way with the screen five. I ain't know nothing going into it. I don't know who these people are. Everybody's like, "Yeah, we've been through this." I'm like, "No, nah, I didn't know. <laughs> I ain't know shit." And I'm glad I ain't know nothing.
1: You wanna be completely surprised?
0: For sure, for sure, for sure. I don't want to know anything. I don't want to know anything. I feel it. I didn't see nothing. I'm, I'm like someone who took an oath to no snitching. I did not see your work. I did not see your hair thing. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I am good. I'm good, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. It's because it makes it makes me watching the movies that much better to me. Like when I first saw Logan, mm-hmm. I never saw the trailer. I didn't find that it was mm-hmm. R rated until one of my friends mentioned it right before we walked into the theater. I was like, Wait, it's R rated? They said, Yeah, you didn't know that? No. No. Oh, yeah, good. Nice. Logan, was good I was amazed. I was like, This is awesome. rarely do people know how to put out a trailer make you excited for without telling you a whole movie. Like, I made a mistake and I saw the Creed trailer. I'm like, damn. Looks like I'm not seeing that shit. <laughs> I'm like, ew. i like got not seeing this. They do this all the time. To me. I'm good. Do you have well, anything I less? They,
1: I just hope they don't disappoint. I just, I need it to be amazing. I need it to be amazing. I, I want, I hope Kirby is in a good amount of scenes, I don't want her just to be, you know, in a, one scene and then we never see her again. So I hope, hope like maybe she's she starts helping them figure out whatever they got to figure out, figure out who's Ghostface or whatever. So I'm,
0: I will say this: I'm reading about Nev Campbell's involvement. I love Nev Campbell so much. Me too. Uh, it said on June 6, 2022, it was announced that she would not be turning to Sydney Prescott. And yeah, her whole statement about as a woman, I worked extremely hard at my, so in my career to establish my value, especially when it comes to screen. It felt the, I felt the offer presented to me did not equate to the value I brought to the franchise. Facts, it's been a very difficult decision to move on to all my screen fans. I love you. You've been incredibly supportive of me. I'm forever grateful to you to what this franchise is. And David Arquette, I don't know why. Don't tell me this. You're dead. <laughs> David, please don't do that. Okay. Campbell expanded her statement a few weeks later, saying she could not bear walking on set and feeling undervalued, and that the offer would have been different if she had been a man, probably, even though she would not be in the film, the script contains references to the character Sydney and is protective of her. Awesome. In December, Radio Silence commented on Campbell's absence, saying her absence affected the script greatly. I decided to use the change to the opportunity to focus more on other characters, particularly the four young survivors of the previous film. You also mentioned how much they love both Campbell and Sydney character, and that she could return future assaultments. If you leave that door open, Austin just pair for what she's worth. I get why you don't. They have they only have $35 million to work with, and they decide to film in New York. Most people don't know about filming in New York. It's very expensive. I bet. It's very expensive. It's expensive
1: just to visit. So
0: They have so many... Um, production costs out there are insane. That's why most movies that tend to be quote-unquote take place in New York are never actually in New York. They're either in some other state that they dress to look like New York. A lot of times they like to use Vancouver and just like disguise that or something. But they try their best. They try their hardest to avoid New York. That's why the Batman movies are never filmed in New York. They're from Chicago and Pittsburgh and parts of uh, London. They say it's just easier to get around uh, film tax because you gotta like pay, and this is on an easier your budget just the film there. Understood.
1: Dang, Hayden, this will be Hayden's first movie in of, like five years.
0: She's crazy. been she's been ducked off. I think she was just doing that show Nashville for a minute. I completely forgot about her. I, honestly, I didn't forget she existed. but She's been <laughs> gone for a long time. Yeah, I'm excited for it. This is gonna be. Oh, I really hope it's not bad. Like I'm ducking everything. I'm ducking all reviews. I'm buying my ticket early. Well,
1: you're almost at the home stretch.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'm trying (laughs) because I gotta see that. I I forgot Ant Man's coming out tomorrow. I gotta see Ant Man.
1: That's coming out tomorrow.
0: Uh huh. Oh my god. Or tomorrow night.
1: Thank. That's it. Came up so quickly. Yep. I gotta see that.
0: And then Scream comes out, and then I gotta see John Wick four.
1: There's a Which lot of I'm movies out? coming out.
0: Yeah, John Wick's about to be fire.
1: John Wick. That uh Creed three.
0: Yeah, Creed three comes out the Creed Creed three either comes out. It comes out week. March third. Yeah, it comes out the week before Scream. Mm, I'll catch I'll catch Creed on a Tuesday when this ticket is five dollars. <laughs>
1: I feel like that ain't money. no opening night one.
0: I'm, I'm tired of wasting money on Michael B. Jordan. Oh I just God. find myself disappointed.
1: I feel like a lot of people feel that way.
0: <laughs> <When> somebody <laughs> pointed out all he is is just a different version of Wallace on The Wire. I said, he "Relax."
1: Oh my gosh. Um. Uh, yeah. So. You gonna do another episode once after you see it? Yes. Got to, huh?
0: Yes. And I will have you, and I think I'm gonna have somebody else on.
1: You think this is gonna be the last one?
0: Oh hell no. They're gonna milk no. this thing until <laughs> I, probably, I know how this shit goes. They milk it until they're like, hey, we we gonna we're gonna get some money out of this.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Look how many final destinations there are.
0: Oh my god. My mom's coming. <laughs> like, you know they're making the six. Like, you know, to make the sixth one. I'm like, wh- I'm like, what? I'm like, what, <laughs> what you mean they're making the sixth one? So like, yeah, it's supposed to take us on a cruise ship. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be
1: mad. They're getting desperate. Mm-mm.
0: This is our screen. If you made it all the way to the end, you will learn that this is an episode that is chopped up into parts. That we'll be releasing in parts. So people can actually enjoy it and strictly listen to and follow along with it so you have made this far this is Ivy from Ivy's Podcast and my guest Charmonique from Catch These Vibes yes and I will link your show into the description and Appreciate. let them you know what you're what because you, you like to do your shows and parts Like, you like to have a theme with it. I just talk about whatever.
1: Yeah. This, my last season was theme-based. Usually it was about whatever, but I've been doing, like, series. So I'm on my 90s, my 90s vibe. So.
0: I feel that. Definitely. But this is the end, and y'all take care.